Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. The Zone at the Little Rock Touchdown Club is brought to you by Arkansas Urology, the state's leader for urological care. With unmatched expertise, state-of-the-art facilities, and the latest technology, Arkansas Urology is well-equipped to provide world-class care for all Arkansans. Clinics now open in Benton, Conway, Little Rock, and North Little Rock. Learn more at ArkansasUrology.com. Okay, welcome back in for our second hour here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Again, thank you to Arkansas Urology, and it is going to be a great crowd on hand here today from uh, the indications. And our guest today is Houston Nutt, and Coach Nutt joining us now before he heads inside to visit with the guys. And, uh, Coach, good to see you. How are you? Hey, doing great. Thanks Get for having me. Bring that down just a hair. All right. Oops, sorry. There we go. Doing good. Good. It's good to have you. The turnout has, uh, was impressive this morning, so you still have a lot of popularity here. Well, I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas probably helps, and uh, this is a great city. Always love coming back, and uh, always good to be at the Touchdown Club. You guys are the ones uh, that get it done. All these guests that y'all have had in here, David Basil does an unbelievable job, and uh, I've enjoyed listening to, to some of these guys that came in here with some real quotes. Yeah, no, it's been a, a pretty interesting year. So you got any controversy on Taft Forest? That's the thing. I, I can't follow these guys, man. I, they're, they're too good. Well, watch watch David. He'll stir the pot again. I'll try to get <laughs> yeah. you in trouble. No doubt. So, you are you know, just talking to you, I can tell. I mean, I see the, the smile in your eyes. I mean, you're you're loving what you're doing. Tell me about the experience and, and uh, what it's been like. I mean, it's a lot of travel back and forth, but, I mean, you're getting to talk ball. you got to love That's that. It. Well, you know what's amazing is I told Diana that the first year that we got fired at Ole Miss, I said, let's just take a deep breath for a year. And I got an offer from uh, CBS. Let's try that out. And then after a year, let's get back into coaching. And so that was kind of the game plan. But uh, uh, what's amazing is really couldn't get back in. And I uh, tried pretty hard several times on, on small, not SEC, but smaller schools, just to want to finish it out. And uh, lo and behold, I look up, it's my 11th year in the CBS going from Dallas to New York, mm-hmm. Thursday, come back Sunday, Thursday, come back Sunday, and do it about 21 weeks. And as you mentioned, Justin, it's um, I never lose. I get to watch a lot of ball. I love that. But there's so many times I'm sitting in that studio thinking, golly, I think I could really help that team right there. <laughs> you know, you have you always have that in August. You always have that, ooh, I got one more itch here. But I'm, as you mentioned, I'm, I'm happy with what I'm doing, and um, it, it's – it's it's fun. I enjoy it. You never lose, but you never win anymore either. Do you, right. you miss the high wire oh, act? Oh, that's it. That's it. It's it's the celebrated locker room. It's the uh, there'll be a few players here. It's the relationships. Uh, I just got off the phone uh, last night with Matt Jones. You know, I miss I miss that. Uh, what the bond that we had uh, in that locker room, going to work, off season, weight room, uh, the ups and downs, but mostly it's that celebrated locker room. And uh, that's what you miss the most. What are you doing in the offseason now that you don't have to recruit? You know, offseason, uh, I speak uh, probably about 15 to 20 times. Now, COVID kind of interrupted that. And I try, try to do some Zooms, and I stopped the Zoom. It just wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. You know, when you can't have a connection, you're talking into this, yeah. <laughs> this, this computer. It, it's no fun. So I had to stop that. So, guys, I, it's just to me, it's not going over well because I, I can't, you know, interact with you guys. So, but I'm back on track now, and I do about 15 to 20 of those. And then uh, ever so often there's a 
there's a dad that comes to me in the Dallas area and says, will you take my son, who's a quarterback in the seventh grade, will you take him here for three days and help him? So I, I got that and some receivers that I do ever so often. So, mm-hmm. But other than that, go play golf. There you go. Will you look for a coaching job this year or are you done? No, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, now, anything can it'll fall out of the sky when you say you're done. But mm-hmm. uh, in my my view, I think that window's shut. I'm 65 years old. That's hard for me to say right now. It's 65. <laughs> you look good. Well, thank yeah. you. Appreciate it. But uh, I don't feel 65. Right. That's whatever 65 is supposed to feel. Like. <laughs> but uh, no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think uh, there'll be an opportunity right now. When you look around the world, Mac Brown's the only one I really know that went back to a place that he coached previously. Had a great relationship with that group. He's doing a great job. He's got a great freshman quarterback, Drake May. And, uh, you know, he's he's one of the fortunate few that could do something like that. When you look around the country, they're going to get, what, that next hot offensive coordinator, yeah, next hot defensive coordinator, that next guy. Uh, so probably closed. You got kind of Carolina blue on today. I was thinking, you know, that's a team we have not talked about at all. Uh, no. They're a one-loss team. Now they still got NC State. They still got Clemson and then a championship game. I, we kind of wrote the ACC off after yes. Clemson lost, Coach, but I don't know. Maybe North Carolina no, could be that no, team. No, you're right. You're right. And, and David told me I didn't have to wear it. I feel bad now because I see West Sutton wearing a tie. I know Coach Hatfield's going to have a tie. I should have listened to my instincts to always wore a tie down here at Touchdown Club. But David said, hey, you don't have to wear a tie this oh, year. No. So, you're okay. good. All right. We're not wearing ties. You're but, fine. But anyway, North Carolina uh, is really having a good year. And if you look at the if you hadn't seen the freshman quarterback play, yeah, uh, he, he's the real deal. He's really fun to watch. But the defense, I don't, I don't, still, don't, I'm, not, I'm unsure about them. How do you think you would do as a head coach in the NIL era with these guys getting the additional attention as if they didn't get enough already? <laughs> hey, just that's a great question. We could spend a lot of time on that one. I think about that a lot because I don't like it. I, I want players to get money. Mm-hmm. And I've been asked that before in here. I, I want, I want them. I was always a proponent. Every time I went to SEC meetings, yes, you know, I had a small laundry check at seven dollars and twenty-five cents back in nineteen seventy-six for Frank Broyles. I was fired up, you know, about it. But that's what I thought cost of attendance was about. So you get about fifty-five hundred, six thousand a year. Uh, if you're on Pell Grant, you still get that. You want to pay that back? You get all the food you want to eat. What a great time to be an athlete! But now you add the NIL. I think it disrupts the locker room. I really do. I, I, I'm anxious to see. I'm on the sideline watching this, and I just don't see how it works consistently when you have NIL deals because everybody's not going to get the same deal. And I, I just think it's a disruption. And then you use it for recruiting. Mm-hmm. And what if all of a sudden that five-star doesn't quite turn out to be that five-star he gets hurt? Now all of a sudden the Stevens or the Tysons or the Simmons – hey, we really want this guy that's starting. We don't want the guy we paid the money to because he's not playing. He's on the bench. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a lot of scenarios. And this can of worm that's being open right now, I'm anxious to see how this goes because yeah. I don't see it going good. All right, well, let's talk about football itself then. This would be a fun year. Now, look, Ohio State and Georgia may just be the clear-cut best teams, and it may not be competitive when we get to the Final Four. However, I think most of us would think this might be a fun year for 12. Ooh. Who do you see as the four best at this point? It would be a great year for the 12. I love that tournament Agreed. aspect of it. Um, Georgia, uh, by far, I think they're head and shoulders above. When I watch them year, uh, week in, week out, their defense is so fast, so good. And then everybody talks about, I was in the airport the other day, and said, we got to just really try to find a better quarterback. Well, all he's done is one. His name's Stetson Bennett the fourth. All he's done is one for you guys. Mm-hmm. And he's MVP to me because he does so many good things taking care of the ball. But anyway, 
Georgia, Ohio State, they're very athletic. C.J. Stroud, the defense is very fast and physical. Michigan, I can't wait to see the Ohio State-Michigan because Michigan's playing with a lot of confidence right now. I don't think that Michigan's as fast as Ohio State, but they are just as tough. And sometimes that toughness, being able to run the ball consistently, and you you win the turnover battle, anything can happen. So that's going to be an awesome game to watch. TCU's another great story. When you look at TCU, they're undefeated, and they go to Texas and win, and they're underdogs. They just keep producing. Sonny Dykes has those guys together. I love it. It reminds me of a lot of our squads where, boy, they're not picked to do anything, but yet they keep winning. It's not super sexy, but they always find a way. Always find a way. You know, they've got Iowa State left and Baylor, and Baylor obviously took it on the chin this week. Kansas State absolutely throttled them this weekend. And then the championship game against the team they probably already beat. Well, they've already beat them because they've already played the whole – I mean, they're going to be there if they, if they well, get it done. They're going to be there. they got to, they got to just keep taking care of business. Max Duggan, if you hadn't seen him play, yeah. he's outstanding. Now. What, what do you do if LSU's got two losses? You think they're in the Final Four? And they win, they knock off Georgia. You put them in? <laughs> I, I would. I would put them in, but I don't think they would. I'd say that they won't make it, and and it's a shame. You so think- an SEC team won't be in the Final Four? Now, I'm, you're, saying if, you're saying if LSU, LSU beats Georgia, Georgia yeah. I don't think they'll go. I'm, if, if you say Ohio State, you're going to yeah. have Ohio State or Michigan, yeah. right? right? TCU assume they you're win. You're going to have a TCU. You said TCU if they win it all, yeah. they're going to be there. One, yeah, maybe one loss USC, maybe. I, I, I don't, I don't see that. I don't. Well, see they that. can't put Georgia in over LSU if, if Georgia just lost LSU, right? How do you? But, 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 but then LSU's, you got Tennessee. LSU's lost twice, right? Yeah, yeah Tennessee throttled them at LSU, yeah. and Tennessee's I, sitting here with one loss. It's just a, it's a tough scenario right there because in our minds, anytime you win the SEC championship on the field, you're in. You're in. Yeah. But in this situation, Georgia now they just have one loss. They just got beat at the wrong time though. You got Tennessee sitting there with one loss, and that's why you asked me the question about three years ago. What would you do if I was a czar? I want all champions in. Then I want about three or four at large. Yeah. And so that's kind of what we're going to get to, you know, eventually, and that's what we got to have. I'm impressed you remember that. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people compare Sam Pittman to you. Um, just the, the kind of the uh, the way he, the emotional tie to the state, uh, how he tries to rally the troops, and, and, and his coaching. Do you see that at all? Do you see any similarities between you and Coach Pittman? You know, just outside looking in, uh, you know, his love for the players and the state, I do. That part of it, I do. And uh, that, to, to me, that's the first thing, the best thing you can have is to, to embrace uh, your state, your players, and that's the, that's the starting point to me. If you don't have that, you don't have it. You were great at rallying the troops. I think this is one of those weeks after emotional, tough loss to LSU. You're getting down to the end of the season. you got Ole Miss this week. What what, what would you do? What, yeah. How do you get them going this yeah. week? Well, this would be easy for me if you're playing Ole Miss. Because Ole Miss, you know, they let me go. So this would be easy for me. I would be gunned up, okay, because I got an elephant memory on that one. And so uh, I, I would really take this this train of thought on this one. It's uh, This is it. This is the most important week of your life. And we're talking about a strain that needs to be happening, a strain, an effort, a vigorous, vigorous strain and effort on every play. I'm asking for your best. Don't even come out here if you're any type of mindset that's not with us as, as the Razorback, with the Razorback spirit, don't come out here. And I would show them about seven to 
eight plays of where you have 11 people doing it the right way on defense and offense and special teams, I would really point it out and go real slow. I'd cut down practice and spend a little bit more time in a meeting room about this is what happens when we've got 11 doing it with the Razorback way. Then I'd show them about another two or three plays. This is what happens when it doesn't work, when you have a lack of effort and you have a missed assignment. So either we got to study hard or we're going to get simpler, but we're going to hit on this automatic pilot for about 60 minutes, and it's going to be about 70 plays of six seconds. If you can't give me 420 seconds of all you got every play, please don't come out here. Don't come out here. I'll take a 17-year-old. I'll take a high school guy who's just got his ears just wet. I'll take him, and we're going to go play. Well, we're going to play hard. We're going to get to a bowl. We're going to get to a bowl this Saturday night. That's got to be the mindset every single day. Focus. I'm ready to go. I like that. Come on. Let me So you're removed. What was your last year at Arkansas? Uh, 2007, LSU, Baton Rouge. Okay. Last game. Three overtimes. That was a good one, huh? Really good. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> what, uh, you're far enough removed now. When, when people say Arkansas, and obviously you have a love for it, your home state, you grew up here, you had, I would argue, and I wasn't in your you know, your house, but I mean, I would think way more high highs than, you know, anywhere close to a low low. Yeah. What are your feelings now that you're removed from it? What are your, when you think back over your tenure at Arkansas, what are your, what are your emotions? What are your feelings? You know, Justin, uh, it's funny. It's changed now. Like when I first left, I felt so down, you know, I felt, and it just, didn't end right, uh, didn't finish right. And that's the one thing about coaching is you don't have a dismount, the dismount the way you want it. Uh, when you look around the world, I'll never forget going to uh, Tallahassee one day, playing a charity tournament with uh, Bobby Bowden. I had the privilege to ride in the car with him for a few hoes, and he said, <clears throat> Coach, you did a really good job at Arkansas. I said, I didn't finish right. He stops the cart, and he looks at the sign with his name on it on the stadium. I'm Bobby Bowden. I didn't get to finish right. Hmm. I'll never say that again. I'll never say it again. Yeah. And so we don't get to finish right. But now that I'm removed, I said, you know, I go to sleep now. I felt like I gave everything I had every day to try to make a young person better and try to make the Razorbacks a better team and try to win. And so I go to sleep with that. And I feel good about that. When you look at three Western titles and you look at um, – Two trips to Atlanta, which there's always two games that keep me up at night. Mm. In 98, Knoxville, and then the Atlanta game and the championships against Florida, when we know we're, we've outplayed them. Those wake me up every so often. But when you look at everything and you look at some of the men that we, we've that have gone into coaching and teaching and what they've done now with their life, I feel good about that. Anything you would have changed? Uh, I probably wouldn't. Looking back, I probably wouldn't be as open. I was pretty pretty open. Yeah. I let the media come in the locker room. I got pretty close to a lot of them, and I probably got too close. But one thing I always would was wonder when I watched Belichick give a press conference, mm-hmm. when he asked about the team, so and so was hurt. So he says, "Let's say a report say KJ's hurt." Yes. Will he play next week? Don't know. I mean, the the amount of interaction there and in, in information. I felt like, I felt like when Coach Burrell said we got to get our fans back. I felt like I needed to bring the uh, the camera in the locker. I wanted them to see. It. I wanted them to come to practice. I was probably the most open coach at Arkansas than anybody. No doubt. Yeah. I, I let everybody in. I think be, when you go in here, Coach, I think a lot of your popularity stems from that, though, because people felt like they really got to know you. So I think 
yes, maybe I don't know what it would have saved you or helped you with if you hadn't done it, yeah. but I do think it added a lot to your legacy. You're right. So I'm glad you did it that way. Yeah. Especially as a media member. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you. Uh, appreciate y'all. We got to let you go. We're going to listen to you in there too. I'm right. looking forward to this speech. I think we are we're going to play this back. We'll get this up to uh, coach Pittman. We'll play your, no, 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 don't do your motivation he's doing, speech. He's doing just fine. I know he is. I know he is. <laughs> that was awesome. Coach, yeah. good seeing you. I appreciate it. Thank you all guys. Thank you. Thanks. All right. I'm getting chills there for a minute. I was ready to go play. Doesn't matter though. He can't get me fired up enough to be worth a darn, so it doesn't make any difference, but uh, thank you coach. Appreciate it. Good to see you.